Welcome to DeBoer Darkens Live, episode number 160. And in today's show, we're talking about how do you exactly put yourself first without feeling guilty or without causing unnecessary drama in your life? Because I know people who are watching, this might be you. You know you got to put yourself first if you're going to get to where you want to go in life. You cannot continue to be held back by what other people think of you. If you keep putting everybody else ahead of you, how can you ever get ahead? Think about that. If you keep putting everybody else ahead of you, how do you get ahead? Right? If you keep helping everybody else except yourself, how do you get what you want? You don't. Right? So that's why in today's show, I'm going to show you exactly how do you accomplish that without feeling guilty or causing unnecessary drama with your family. So if you're an individual out there, you've had this conflict with your family where you know, you want to focus on yourself, but you don't want to feel guilty about it. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's even your partner. How do you establish that healthy boundary, by the way, without feeling guilty? That's exactly what we're going to talk about. Now, what is your purpose in life? What is it that you truly love to do? How much time do you spend on a daily basis doing exactly what you want to do because you love it? How many of you guys can say that? Can you say that right now about your life? If you can't, here's what you should do. Go to the link in my bio right now and download what I call the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. This is a cheat sheet that will help you do what? Discover your purpose in life. Because your purpose in life is what gives you that energy, that emotion of feeling like you're doing something with your life. Uh, it helps you feel like you're motivated and fulfilled, right? That you're you're on a mission, okay? You're doing something meaningful. Um, most people who don't feel that way, it's because they don't know what their purpose is. Um, and they're not doing the things that actually make them happy. And so you can make all the money in the world, but if you're not really doing what you want to do, if you're not doing what you love to do, the money's not really going to mean that much. It really isn't. So go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. And as always, let's say you've been watching my podcast episode for quite some time already, and you already know what you need to do, but you need someone to help you. You need someone who understands emotionally what you're trying to accomplish. And you can't go to your parents, you can't go to your friends, you can't go to your family because they're not thinking the way that you do. So you're going to need to associate with someone who does. Well, I would encourage you to go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Maybe I can help you. Maybe I can't. But we won't know that unless we have a conversation. So again, if you're looking for mentorship or coaching, someone who understands what you're trying to do emotionally, help you get to where you want to go, uh, schedule a life audit call and we'll figure out if um, what I do is the right fit for you. Now. How do you put yourself first without feeling guilty or causing more drama in your life? How do you do that exactly? Well, what we're going to do first is I'm going to cover some simple mistakes that we all make. And then once we understand that, then we can get into exactly what to do. Now, when it comes to putting yourself first, the mistake is believing that you are a selfish person when you do that. Do you believe right now that you're selfish when you put yourself first and it's a negative thing, right? 
How many times do you stop midway through when it comes to putting yourself first in a particular situation because you feel guilty? You feel like, ah, you know what? I'm being selfish, right? That's mistake number one. That's mistake number one. Now, I made that mistake for a good part of my life because I didn't know all this information then. So when I was in my 20s, I would put people before my, before me. I would put everybody ahead of me. I would pay for whatever needed to be paid. I'd use my last dollar to help people. And I would continue to put myself in tough spots, uh, financially, spiritually, emotionally, all because I felt like I was being selfish anytime I put myself first. And why do we have that belief? Why do we make that mistake? Well, it's because when you're a child, more than likely somebody told you to stop being conceited, stop being selfish, right? And then because there's no context to that or explanation, we just take it for what we heard and that's what we become scared of, right? And so you grow up and you're thinking, oh, well, if I put myself first, I'm being selfish and that's not a good thing. It's just like when people grow up and they believe, well, if I make a lot of money, that's not going to be a good thing. It's beliefs. It's beliefs that have been passed down. And um, I used to have them, you know. So that's what I'm telling you guys. The mistake is when we buy into this idea that being selfish is a negative thing. That putting yourself first is selfish. Uh, it, it's just such a huge mistake. People have it backwards. And I'm going to get into that and, and explain, obviously, why that is. You see... You can't give to others what you don't have. And if you want to have more emotionally, if you want to have more with your mindset, if you want to have more spiritually, you need to put in when it comes to you. You got to put yourself first. You got to invest. But if you're investing in everybody else except yourself, you're not going to get that cause and effect. Right? So if you're looking to give more, in this life, you first need to give it to yourself. So then you could turn around and give it to other people. One of my favorite uh, lyrics in a rap song by Jay-Z, he says, you know, how can I help the poor if I'm one of them? Right? So how can you help your family if you're living the same way they're living? How can you truly help your friends if you keep doing what they've been doing? It doesn't work. You got to do things differently, right? You got to live your life in a certain way moving forward. And um, people don't get around to doing that because they believe in the lies that they've been, uh, they, they've heard that you're being selfish and, you know, that's not a good thing and all this other stuff. So far from the truth. What's the other mistake that we make? Well, the other mistake is thinking that you're not worthy of putting yourself first and the success that comes as a result. Now, you may not be sitting there consciously thinking, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, but you do feel that way because it's already inside you. Again, the way we think, how we feel, and how we behave is a product of our upbringing. That's really what it is. That's why I do the things that I do. That's why I have this podcast because... Now more than ever in the history of our existence, people 
are acknowledging out loud publicly to other people that the way they grew up is not helping them get what they want. And that's why personal development is huge today. Everybody has the same access to information. It's all at your fingertips. And even though that sounds like, okay, well, then that's great. But then there's a problem right after that. So you get the information, but then you don't act on it. And again, why is that? Well, because when in school did they really teach you how to learn? When in school did they teach you how to take an idea and turn that into a habit? Right? That's not a topic of discussion in school. So, yes, we go to school, but we don't even understand the mechanism that they're using to teach us in the first place. And then to go and do it ourselves, right? We don't know that information. So you are worthy of this success that will come as a result of you putting yourself first. Um, you are worthy and you are authentic when you do put yourself first. You see, when you're not doing that, you're absolutely contradicting who you are, like the real you. You're contradicting your purpose, the reason why you've been put on this earth. Some of you guys, you're in a position where your business depends on actively communicating with people every day. That may be through Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, whatever. And your message can literally change someone's life, whether that's your expertise when it comes to accounting or business funding or real estate or insurance, whatever your thing is. You have to understand something. Your message is absolutely powerful, but you're not going to be able to help people if you don't start putting yourself first. You're not going to get that message out there. If you don't fill your cup up, that's what we're talking about, right? So we, you, you've got to get past these mistakes and really start following what I'm about to go into. If you want to start putting yourself first without feeling guilty and causing unnecessary drama. Number one is you got to take responsibility for your actions, your decision making and the results that you have. I think the most troubling position to be in, if you're a person who's been dealing with this for quite some time, is where you're stuck in the middle. You know you shouldn't be putting people first, but you do it anyway. And you justify that behavior. It's the, I think it's the most challenging position to be in because you know what you're doing is wrong. But you're doing it anyway. And there's a lack of responsibility there. Now, let me say this. It gets bad because not only are you in that position, but then you start to complain. And you're passive about it. You're not aggressive. You don't just wake up complaining, but you start saying little comments. Right? You start having a shorter temper, right? Or shorter patience, I mean. Um, you start resenting your relationships or your opportunities. And in the beginning, it was like, oh, well, I just want to help people. To now it's like, oh, I can't stand people. I really want to help them, but man. And then you just get into this mode of complaining. When if you just take responsibility that you put yourself in that position, 
You put that person first. You put what you wanted on the back burner. So this is what you get when you do that. You have to take responsibility for that. Now, it's not for me to tell you what to do. I'm just sharing with you today exactly the process that I had to go through to put myself first without feeling guilty and causing unnecessary drama in my life. You see, if you do this correctly, the polar opposite will happen. You're not going to feel guilty and you're not going to cause any drama because it's the way you go about it. That's the difference here. And before we even get into what you're going to do, we're laying the foundation to it all. It's taking responsibility. It's your fault that you haven't been putting yourself first. Nobody else. It's easy to say, well, that person made me do this. They made me do that. They didn't make you do anything. They didn't put a gun to your head. You, at some level, accepted what they said, and you went along. And you put yourself in some tough spots. That's on you. Nobody else. And, and I, we have to have that conversation because you need to forgive those individuals and let them go emotionally. That's how you're going to make some true progress on this. You're trying to put yourself first, but it's not authentic. It's not coming from a place of like, I really believe I'm worthy of that. The energy is going to be off. So to, to fix that, we need to take responsibility. Okay. You put yourself in this position, you could definitely get yourself out. You just got to understand things differently. You got to do things in a different way. So number one is you have to take responsibility. Okay. That off for sure is number one. Now, number two, you need to reevaluate a few words in your, in your vocabulary. What does family really mean to you? What does a friendship really mean to you? What does that exactly look like in your world? See, in my world, it may be different than yours. So it's not me. I'm not deciding it. You decide it. What does family really mean to you? And once you can answer that question, I want you to ask yourself one more question. How, or not how, but is that way, is the way that you look at that answer or how, what family means to you, is that helping you or is that hurting you? Okay. Based on the life you want to live, is your def definition of family helping you or hurting you? Now, I'm going to give you guys some examples. I'm just going to go through these and then I'm going to circle back and, and give you guys the, the examples here. But number two is really asking yourself that question. So you got to take responsibility first. And then what I want you to do is answer the question, what does family really mean to you? What does that look like exactly? What does friendships really mean to you? What does that look like exactly? Because the number one objective or objection on why people don't follow through on this, it's because they're family. That's most of the case. That's what it is. Ah, you know, my family, they're going to judge me. They're going to criticize me. They're going to think I'm this. They're going to think I'm that. And I'm challenging right now your perception around what family really is and what it means. My perception has been, 
I would say the average person walking down the street, my perception's entirely different. Because I had parents who were drug addicts and they were never there. I had to be adopted. I had a family member molested me, molest me. I I was the only child, single mother. You know, family wasn't there to help me graduate and then go off in the world. I had to do that all on my own. I remember I was living with my my friend on his couch my senior year. So I've had to figure it out all on my own. So my perception of family it's different than most people. I recognize that. So I don't, I'm not telling you to have my perception. What I'm telling you is to reevaluate yours and figure out, is it helping you or hurting you? What does family really mean to you? Because usually that's the main objective or objection when it comes to putting yourself first, because you're in your head about what your father's going to think, what your cousin's going to think, what your brother's going to think, what your mom's going to think. And if that's all you're doing is worrying about what they think, you'll never get anywhere. That means they have control over you. And if they are controlling you, that means you're not in control. It's like what they used to tell us in the military. If you don't take charge of your career, we will. And the, the moral of the story here is if you don't take charge of your life, someone else will. If you don't live your dream, you'll live somebody else's dream. You'll be used for, for that. So what is your perception of family? Now, once you're able to answer those questions and reevaluate that, now number three is, what is the one thing you need to start doing that will allow you to put yourself first and make a committed decision on that? What's just the one thing you're going to do? And when I say make a decision on that, it's like what Denzel Washington is saying. Right? Like, you've got to be committed, right, to start. And then you got to be consistent if you're going to finish. Okay? The hardest part for most people is starting. And then the next hardest part is finishing. So it's not enough for you to just go through the first two steps and then do nothing. No, you need to execute on this today, moving forward. You've got to make a committed decision with yourself that you come first. There's got to be a commitment there. And then you got to be consistent with backing that up. Because you're starting, you're going to start behaving a certain way. You're going to start behaving in a way that you're not used to doing. And if you don't focus and concentrate and keep going back to that, you'll just fall back and go back to what you're used to doing. We're talking about habits. That's how habits work. They happen through discipline. You got to be disciplined in putting yourself first. And I'm just asking you to choose one action in order to accomplish that. One action. Now, again, I'm going to go through some examples as I circle back on these three things. But just so we understand what we're talking about here, what could be one action that represents you putting yourself first? It could be the time you wake up in the morning and what you do. It could be as soon as you get home, what are you doing? It could be how much time you're spending with your family or your friends. Right? It could be simple as setting a boundary with people at work or in your relationships. It's something simple. But 
for it's a challenge for people to commit to. Let's circle back. How do you start putting yourself first without feeling guilty or causing more drama in your life? Number one, you got to take responsibility. Number two, you need to become very clear on what is your definition of family? What is your definition of a friendship? What does that exactly look like? Because the main objection that people have when it comes to putting themselves first is their friends, their coworkers, or their family. Because they know they're going to criticize them. Now, number three is to come up with that action that you can start taking that absolutely represents you putting yourself first. Now, what does it mean to take responsibility? What's a great example of this? Well, if you're a person who's paying for other people and you know you don't even have the money to do that, you got to take the response. You, you got to take responsibility for that. You're not making a smart financial literate choice, are you? You're not in charge of your finances. That's on you. But that is just a prime example. Right? If you have someone who is disrespecting your time or they don't value your time and, you know, they're lazy when it comes to communication with you, that's on you. You are continuing to allow that, right? It's best said this way. In every single relationship, you always have the opportunity to train the the other person on how to communicate with you. But if you don't deliberately train them, they will treat you how you allow them to. So if you allow people to, again, they don't value your time. You know, they don't value you as a person. They don't take anything you say seriously. That's you because you've allowed that. That's exactly what has happened. That's an example of taking responsibility. You got to first understand that, you know what? You didn't know any better. So forgive yourself and let it go. And then moving forward, you're just going to work on it, which is what number three is about. But it's just giving you guys some classic examples. Again, my prime example in my own life is very simple. I, uh, you know, I used to put everybody first and, you know, it started to put me in some tough positions and I had to look in the mirror and say, hey, you know what? I, I can't continue to do that. But I had to take responsibility first. I had to. And sometimes if you're going to take responsibility and really go through with that, that means sometimes you got to walk away from certain situations you got to walk away from certain people. Sometimes you got to walk away from your family for a bit because that gives you the room. It gives you the space, the time to truly do this right. I was explaining to my wife the other night why I am a firm believer in people who have been having conflicts with their family to walk away. And I'm not saying to cut your family off for the rest of your life. What I'm saying is, is why don't you give yourself the time and the space to do the work you know you need to do so you can get to where you want to go in life? In order to do that work, you got to get out of that environment. You cannot give those people your time right now because every time you do, it's contradicting the work you're looking to perform. 
Okay, it's like being an alcoholic. You go to rehab, you get out of rehab, and then you go back to hanging out with other alcoholics. That's not going to work. Right? You got to get yourself out of that environment. I'm not saying, by the way, because some people take me too literally here. I'm not saying your family <laughs> are a bunch of alcoholics. I'm, it's an analogy. Okay? Your family, they have a certain way that they move. They operate in a certain way. They have values and beliefs, and they say this is the way things are done in our family. But in every person's family, you'll always be able to pinpoint things, beliefs, values that do not actually help people, does not help the family grow or evolve, does not help develop stronger relationships with, with each other. But that's the way we've always done it, is the excuse. Well, if we've always done things, we wouldn't be here today, right? There's always a better way of doing something because we're just products of the way we grew up. Our parents don't know everything. You don't know everything. Your grandparents didn't know everything. Your great-grandparents didn't know everything. So to say that's the way we've always done it doesn't always make it right. It's not for me to tell you what's right or wrong. It's for you to just ask yourself, hey, is this helping me or is it hurting me? Is it helping our family or is it hurting our family, right? So the point is, is when I say, you know, you've got to take responsibility, right? And go give yourself the time and the space to do this work emotionally. I'm, I'm giving you guys the simple and, and sometimes dramatic example here that it's like you're, you're an alcoholic because your family are a bunch of alcoholics, you start to realize you don't want to be an alcoholic anymore. You make the decision to go to rehab. But when you get out of rehab every day, you go back home and you hang out with alcoholics. You know that's going to be almost impossible to accomplish because every single day you're reminded. You're remind and your family, they have such an emotional control over you to a certain extent. Like if you really grew up with your family, it won't take them much to discourage you. It won't take much for them to influence you, right? It doesn't take much for them to, you know, get you to accept the way that they think because they've been with you for a good part of your life. So they automatically can say something and you're all emotional about it. And that's especially is true for your parents, whether you know them or not. So you got to take responsibility and make the time and the space for you to do the work. Okay. Now, what about the second thing I recommend recommended that you do? What is your definition of family and what friendship really looks like? See, my perception of family, like I stated earlier, is different than most people. I don't believe your family is who you have DNA. You guys have the same DNA. That's not family to me. I know we use that word family. But that's a person in my bloodline. That's a person who's related to me by blood. That doesn't mean that they're my family. Because I've grown up in homes. I've been around church for a better part of my childhood almost every single day. And I can tell you one thing that I learned. That most families do not really operate like a family. Sometimes it's family that does the worst to you. Right? So my perception of family is more 
hey, if I absolutely had to call you and I needed your help to do something for me and you're not going to criticize or judge me, you know, now we're talking about somebody that I would consider my family. You know, if I had to leave my kids with you for 24 hours and I had to ask, I'd had to, I had to depend on someone and I would want my kids to look at this someone like they are family. Yeah, that would be family again. Right? The issue is that family is being, the word family is like a get out of jail free card that never ends. Well, that's my brother. That's why I allow him to disrespect me. It's okay. Well, you know, that's my mom, you know, you know, I don't like, like that she does that, but that's my mom. Okay. When, when, when was it established that just because somebody's your mom, they get to disrupt your life every day? Right? Like you're not 14, you're 22, you're 30, you're 35, you're 40, right? Again, that's what I'm saying. What is your definition of family? I told you, my, my perception is absolutely different than most people. And I recognize that. And I'm not telling you to have that. I'm telling you to, to set the boundaries on what that actually means. So you can drop the expectations from people who are related to you. Because, you know, if you expect them to think like you do, then this wouldn't even be a conversation. Right? But I know you may have family members that will challenge you, who will question you, who will doubt what you do, who will take what you are doing personal and say you're selfish. What about the family? Like I just quoted earlier from Jay-Z. How can I help the poor if I'm one of them? How can I be an asset to this family if I'm not an asset for myself first? Right? It's like, how can you really love someone if you don't love yourself? So my point is, is that life is short. Why should I trade my life for my brother who isn't doing any work? doesn't care about having some real conversation so we can get over the past and just wants to sit there and judge me. Why would I trade my time for that? Would I do that for a stranger? Shoot, would I do that for someone I'm dating? You wouldn't do that. You'd drop them immediately. But it's, it's my brother, so, you know, it's okay. Right, right. And what is, how's that working out for you? And here's the thing about it. You know this is true because the more you keep showing up and letting people run your life, the more you resent them in the end. So even if you're like, well, short-term, Devore, you know, I just got to keep doing this. But at what cost? The cost of one day you looking at your mom and your father or your brother and your sister and you literally hate them. Because there was always this pushback. So again, that's what I'm saying. Am I stating for you to cut them off? No. What I'm saying is to give yourself the time and the space to go work on you first. Start establishing your own family. 
Start establishing the relationships you truly want to be in. Learn how to be in those relationships with people who want to be in a relationship like that. Where they respect that you put yourself first. Because they do as well. When I was reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I think one of the biggest ideas in that book is understanding your maturity level. Are you a person who is dependent on others emotionally, like your friends and your family? Or are you a person who is independent, where you don't depend on them, but you're not really great at working with other people? You're closed-minded. Or are you interdependent? That's where two independent people come together in harmony towards a common goal. And they work together. That's why I said the goals that you have and what you're trying to do, you're going to have to put yourself first and you can't be around people who don't respect that because they're going to disrupt you. They're going to knock you off your game. It's going to be hard to focus and concentrate. People do it, but generally speaking, it's, it's a challenge when all, when instead of putting yourself through that, uh, I would just make the time and the space for you. Don't go around as often. And don't stay as long. You know, some of you, well, I still got to have a, I have kids, you know, like my kids, they got to see their grandmother or their grandfather. I agree. What I'm saying is, is that don't put yourself in those positions where, you know, it's going to take you back a few steps. Now, you got the definition of what family and friendship means to you and what that looks like. Now what you've got to do is adhere to that standard. You've got to modify an action. You've got to start doing something differently every day. You have to. Now, there are infinite number of examples of this, but let's just keep it simple. Let's say you have a friend and all they want to do is call and vent and complain to you. In one respect, you're used to thinking, well, if I just stop doing this, I'm going to feel guilty. I think I'm an asshole. I think I would be selfish if I just told them, hey, I don't want to talk anymore about what you're complaining about. Like, what what are you doing, right? Like, that's what you're used to thinking, okay? But here's what I want you to think instead. How is those conversations with that person helping you get what you want? How is that conversation helping them get what they want? It's not. So the question that you should be asking yourself is, what can I be doing differently? Now, how do you, how, how do you get yourself to a point where you don't feel guilty about that? Well, let's discuss that really quickly. If there's anything that you're going to feel guilty about is not putting yourself first. See, it's kind of like the other way around. Because if you don't take care of yourself, who will? And by the way, are you teaching your children to do this? Put everybody else before them? Right? You got to call yourself out on this and realize this guilt is not based on facts. Now, let's go, let's go a little deeper with this. 
Why do you feel guilty exactly? Answer that question for yourself. Why do I feel guilty? Where's this coming from? What happened to me that caused me to develop this guilt? Now, I can tell you, for me, when I was a child, my mother, she constantly reminded me not to be selfish. Every single day, that was part of her speech. Because that's literally what it was. Every day, she, it was a speech. It was, you know, it would go for hours. And it was like, oh, you, you better not be selfish, you know. And, blah. and so I know why I was feeling guilty. So whenever it does happen, which isn't often anymore, I'm like, oh, I know why I'm feeling that way. It's not because of what I'm trying to do. It's because, yeah, my mom, you know, that happened to me when I was younger. And then I'm able to move past it. And the more you do that, the less power it has over you. And then it finally dies off. So... Do the work and figure out why do you feel guilty exactly? Where are you getting that from? What did someone do that made you believe that it's wrong for you to put yourself first? Do that work. Write it out. Don't do it on top of your head. Write it down on a sheet of paper. That's exactly what I did and it's what I recommend you do. But again... The one simple action here, guys, that you could be doing every single day to put yourself first could be simply, like I've been saying, stop taking that call. Just stop taking it. Again, you train people how you want them to treat you. So you've got to take charge of your schedule. That's what I say. You got to take responsibility. It's on you. And um, to do that, I'm telling you guys, it's really, it's really freeing, I guess, is a, is a good word. It, it feels empowering when you stand up for yourself and take control of your life and your schedule and just stop allowing people to dictate it. And some people, what you'll find is a good amount of people are going to respect you even more. Because, see, at least they know that you respect yourself. See, it's like the term on the streets, right? Real recognize real. When you're weak and you allow people to run over you, people know that you're weak, that they can get away with it. They don't respect you. But when you start putting yourself first and you're confident about it, then people respond to you differently. Like, oh, shit. I can't do that with her. I can't do that with him. Oh, yeah, she, she, she doesn't play games. And it's not that you're aggressive or assertive or trying to, you know, cause fights or anything. It's like, hey, I don't tolerate that. I don't, I don't accept that. But see, you can say that doesn't mean anything. You got to back that up with action. That's what I'm saying. What is the one action that you could be doing every single day that represents that you are putting yourself first? Is it stop having those conversations where people are just complaining? Is it stop going around certain people and spending hours on end with them accomplishing nothing? 
right? Stop going on TikTok or Instagram and just scrolling for two hours. Why don't you, in those two hours, do something for yourself that makes you happy? Why not do that? Why not? The one action could be invest in yourself. Get the help you need. Some of you guys, that action is start the business already. Stop playing around. Some of you guys, it's leave the relationship. The relationship's dead. Walk away. Nothing's going to happen unless you act. Cause and effect. So you've got to make those decisions and take that, that risk if you expect the reward. Like you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to put yourself first. You want people to respect you? Respect yourself. Respect yourself enough to say no to certain things. That, that's what you got to do. You see, we, we want to spend time with our family. We want to have healthy relationships. But let me ask you, at what cost? Where's the line there? So you want to spend majority of your time with family members who don't respect you, walk all over you, criticize you, judge you, and make you feel like you're less than. That doesn't make any sense. Some of you guys, I need to call you out. Because some of you, you're in a position where you only do the things you do because you're scared of the criticism and judgment that you're going to get from your family. You see, I personally, this is my opinion, I respect a person for being authentic, even if it's not the way that I would live as far as what their values are and what their approach is. But if they're authentic and they're honest and that's just who they are, I respect that because at least I know what you're about. And at least I know you're confident in yourself. Right? But if you're putting everybody else before you, no, nobody's going to respect that. They may say, oh, well, you know, you're always nice. But just because you're nice doesn't mean you're respected. Right? I learned that lesson too. Oh, you could be nice, but that doesn't mean people are going to be influenced by you. We really have to start to understand that you've got to come first. And this is a challenge for people because we're trained to, to put people before ourselves. That's what it is. But you know that's not helping you. You know that's leaving you in tough spots. But as I stated, you do it anyway. So you got to start doing things differently. Just choose one way that you can start putting yourself first and commit to doing that. Follow through on it. Okay? It's not enough to just know this and talk about it. You got to become it. You got to do it. Which brings me to... Questions. 
What questions do we have on this topic today? What is your questions today? Let's see. Oh, we have quite a few. All right, let's get through them here. Let's see if I have. I'm going to put this on the screen for everybody to see. So give me a second here. All right. Thank you guys for your patience. Let me catch up here. All right. Al Aribi Bruss writes, harder said than done, honestly. Some people just don't understand and feed off of your hurt. Better to control your reaction. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know where the disagreement is. Um it's it's actually easy to do if you have a purpose. See, my purpose is to help you get what you want in your life. I'm really serious about that. Like I wake up every day thinking about all the ways to help you succeed in your life. I'm obsessed. So when it comes to making decisions on whether or not I'm going to give people my time, it's an easy decision to make. How, how, like if I'm hanging out with this person, is, is that going to help me get what I want or not? No, I'm good. Like if it's not an increase, why am I giving that person my time? Well, I don't owe that person anything. That's the other thing about this whole conversation is putting yourself first is also difficult if you think you owe people. You don't owe people anything. The only person you owe in this life is yourself. You're in charge. You're in the driver's seat. It's all on you. It's your responsibility. Now, your parents had that responsibility, but after you turn 18, it's all on you. Please teach me how to be more disciplined. Well, I think it starts with having a purpose. Why are you going to be disciplined in the first place? Could you please talk about revision and if it will distort our memory of the past? Um, well, short answer is no, it doesn't distort your memory just helps change your perception of what exactly happened. Uh, Callie Marie Garcia writes, great topic idea this for tonight. Love it. Will it cause delusion if I revise growing up with another family and not having all the trauma? I honestly believe the best thing to do is to forgive your current family and make peace with them, accept them for who they are. 
Uh, let's see. What if your fear of starting is because the internet makes it seem our government is collapsing? Well, again, number one is you got to take responsibility. Why are you spending time thinking about that? Why are you spending time scrolling and consuming that content? You may say, well, the algorithm keeps showing me that. I don't see that on my feed because I choose what I want to watch. Don't give time or energy to posts like that. And the algorithm is not going to show it to you. Heck, if I were you, just make an entirely new TikTok account or whatever it is and follow accounts of what you love. It sounds very simple, but you'd be surprised at how many people don't do that. All right, let's see here. All right, let's see here. Discern from that behavior and put boundaries in place. Exactly. I ban calls after a certain time for mental health. Exactly. My phone is always on silent, by the way. There's a few people that I have on emergency bypass. And one of them is my wife, of course. Um, everybody else, they, they, they get the silent treatment. I, I, don't, I can't take 100 calls. I, I don't, I don't want to hear my phone ringing off the hook every single 30 minutes. Like, I just... Again, I got to put myself first, right? I own a couple of a couple businesses. Obviously, one of them is my coaching business. And, you know, my phone is pretty busy. But sometimes I'm sitting with a person. I'm having a conversation. I can't have the phone going off. I got to put myself first. What time do you come on? 645 California time. Let's see, does zero, I'm not reading that, that's clown. Let's see here, impasse, bruv, got it. How do you deal with imposter syndrome? That's a good question. The shortest answer is you need to upgrade your self-image. Because imposter syndrome is the belief that you don't know what you're doing. And that um, you're not qualified. And that's just limiting beliefs about your self-image, about the value you have of yourself, the opinion you have of yourself. You just need to change that. Now, how do you exactly change it? Well, that's going to take some work every single day. And I think the best place to start is to write down in detail on a sheet of paper, everything about this imposter syndrome that you're experiencing, and then take another sheet of paper and write out the polar opposite of that. And whatever you write down that's positive, turn that into uh, gratitude statements and also hold yourself accountable to acting that way on a daily basis. Good question. All right, we're at the end here. The put yourself first can be a lot if you're not used to doing that. And, and even when you finally get around to doing it, the guilt overtakes you and you return back to putting yourself last. How do we overcome that? Well, number one, we've got to take responsibility that we made the choice to do that in the first place. Nobody put a gun to your head and made you put people first. You're doing that. Okay, 
Number two, get an understanding of what family or relationships mean to you because the main objection that I hear when it comes to this topic of putting yourself first is your family, your friends, they're going to criticize you. They're going to judge you. Okay? And that means you got to give yourself the time and the space to do this work. I gave you guys the analogy. If you have become an alcoholic because your family is alcoholics uh, and you're trying to get sober, why would you still live there? Why would you still give them your time knowing they're going to trigger you? And number three, what's that one action that you can start taking every day that you know is an example of you putting yourself first? And just make the committed decision to follow through on that. The commitment is what gets you to start. The consistency is what helps you finish, right? Turn it into a habit. So just make the committed decision that you're going to do it. Just do it. Who gives a shit about what other people think of you? Who cares? Again, the only person that matters when it comes to what, what they think or their opinion is you. What do you think of yourself? Right? And guys, that's exactly how it's done. So this takes us all the way to the end of the show. Here we go. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>